This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employers respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. Because there's nothing like a weekend pause with the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. It's Friday, March 20th. I'm Oscar Ramirez from the Daily Dive podcast in Los Angeles, and this is your daily coronavirus update. Numbers of confirmed COVID-19 cases continue to rise in the U.S., and more local governments are imposing stricter social distancing rules. The strongest clampdown is in the Bay Area, which has advised people to shelter in place. Despite these rules, we continue to see many out and about. Aaron Alday, health writer at the San Francisco Chronicle, joins us for how it's going a few days in, and also how hospitals are prepping for a wave of coronavirus cases. Thanks for joining us, Aaron. Thanks for having me. So the Bay Area, there's six counties that have issued a shelter-in-place order. This is only on essential businesses, but it it really is the strictest measure in the United States so far. It began uh, Tuesday at midnight. It's uh, supposed to be in place until April 7th. So we're a few days in now. Aaron, tell us how it's going so far, and then tell us what the restrictions are exactly, just so everybody can uh, understand what's going on. So I'll tell you about the restrictions first of all. It's defined as everybody's told to stay home, stay away from others as much as they can. You're allowed to go out for what's called essential business, which at this point is fairly loosely defined in that people um, can go grocery shopping. um, They can go out for home supplies, so toilet paper, cleaning products, you know, diapers, whatever you might need in your home. Um, But also auto body shops, veterinarians, hardware stores, lots of places kind of fit that criteria of what's considered essential. I will say for now, I think that there's room for these measures to tighten up even further if we're not seeing sort of the improvement in case counts that that folks are looking for. But for now, that's where we're at as far as the restrictions. We are a couple days into it. And, you know, it seems like people are are taking this seriously. I think we're still feeling out the, the boundaries here. People are still kind of figuring out what's appropriate and what's not. You know, there's a lot of people that are going outside right now because they're encouraged to go outside. It's not healthy to just be in all the time. But, you know, you get enough people outside in one spot and and it sort of defeats the purpose of social distancing. So I think some things like that we're kind of adjusting to and and there may be, you know, changes with that over time. Watching some of the TV coverage and all, they showed a, a few images 
of people out and about jogging, walking and all that stuff. And you're right. It, there was a lot of people out there. So it's tough to get a handle on that. And, and, you know, it's not a full lockdown yet, like you said, but we could be getting there at some point. The U.S. has reported at least 165 deaths, over 11,000 cases across all 50 states now. And obviously that's subject to change. It's changing so fast. But yeah, it's tough to adjust to all of that. What about the homeless population? Because with shelter in place, obviously some of these people don't have anywhere to go. What's the ruling on how they should be operating in the city? The word is that it, from the orders that, that they should seek shelter if at all possible, which of course is, is, you know, a lot of people really took issue with that because obviously if they could get shelter, they would be in shelter. Um, I know that there are efforts to, you know, arrange for hotels, to arrange for RVs, to arrange for places you know, temporary shelters for those folks to go, you know, where they can have some separation. Because frankly, even people who have some housing, like in single room occupancy spaces, those aren't necessarily safe either because they're sharing bathrooms. Um, you have a lot of people in a very, in very close quarters. So there's definitely a lot of work that's going into figuring that out right now. And again, finding sort of short term solutions for where people can safely shelter. But, you know, I think that that's just that's another work in progress. We've been talking a lot about testing and how as as we get a handle on this and we are able to test more people, we're going to see this wave of numbers. As I mentioned, we went over the 10,000 mark, over 11,000 mark. How are the Bay Area hospitals preparing for a possible wave of cases? Uh, obviously, not everybody gets uh, the most severe type of symptoms, but this is what we're all prepping for. How, how, how are the hospitals handling this? So they're definitely in full preparation mode right now. Folks I talk to, it's sort of a mixed response of what they're seeing right now. It still sort of feels like to them, like an elevated flu season. So they're definitely seeing a lot of cases, a lot of patients, but not too much at this point. But they're all anticipating definitely bracing for that to get worse. And so they're already doing things like several hospitals um, and doctor's offices have set up outdoor triage areas. So where they invite patients by, by doctor's orders to come by, stay in their cars, get sort of checked out by a nurse or a doctor, um, you know, if they're reporting respiratory symptoms and then told, you know, if they need to come into the hospital for more care or if they can go home and kind of safely isolate there. The point of that is both to keep those folks out of hospitals where they could potentially infect others if they do, in fact, have uh, COVID-19. Um, but also, you know, things like so that a nurse who has seen somebody who's sitting in their car doesn't have to change out, you know, their face mask for every single patient. They can reuse that. And, you know, that's a big thing that's happening in hospitals right now is they're already anticipating or maybe even facing short supplies of really critical uh, protective equipment. And so they're, you know, they're reusing face masks. They're limiting the circumstances when staff can use face masks. I think that's one of the big issues right now is fearing for the supply chain in the long term. Kaiser Permanente, which is a big provider here, told me a couple of days ago that they've stopped pretty much all of their preventive care, which is a huge part of, of Kaiser's kind of service that they do things like mammograms and pap smears and stuff. And they've just they're, they're knocking all that off for the time being just because they need to have all hands on deck for potential um, COVID-19. Yeah, I mean, that's the one of the hardest parts about it is just preparing for the potential cases. You know, they're not there yet. The severity is not there yet. And, and it's just tough to, you know, be ready and get all of the equipment and, and supplies that you need. Any word on ventilators? Because I know that's been a big thing that a lot of people have been talking about. Uh, we're ordering a bunch of, uh, through the federal government. But there in the Bay Area specifically, do we have any sense of uh, how prepared we are with ventilators? 
You know, my impression is that the Bay Area is actually a little bit better prepared than a lot of other parts of the country. And I think some of the concern is that we may be called upon to kind of help out with other places um, if, as other places kind of run out. But it's a concern everywhere. I mean, it's part of the problem with this, as you pointed out, is we don't we don't know how bad this is going to get. And so, you know, right now it's feeling OK. And, and the hospitals I talk to say that they have a good a good stock of those that they can rely on. But it doesn't take much to hit capacity on that. And that's that's the big fear is that we're going to reach this kind of, you know, th- th- these cases are going to surge and we are going to run out. And something like ventilators, you can't just, you know, order up more of those. So I think that they're trying to do that now. They're trying to prepare for that. But again, the barrier is in a little better, better shape than some places, is my impression. Um, so we may not be kind of at the front of the line for that. Aaron Alday, health writer at the San Francisco Chronicle. Thank you very much for joining us. Thanks for having me. This has been your daily coronavirus update. Don't forget that for today's big news stories, you can check me out on the Daily Dive podcast every Monday through Friday. So follow us on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula, berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite, with just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. Right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com, the lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease right here right now find your beautiful new floor at right rug flooring choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee visit rightrug.com that's r-i-t-e-r-u-g.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you 24-month financing is available with approved credit for 90 years we've been right here right now Right Rug Flooring. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.